Peace. Assalamu alaikum. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a special episode of Tea Time Podcast. Today, on my daily refresh series that I do on my personal Instagram account with my sister, Brianna, we had to pause and discuss the events that are going on in South Minneapolis, Minnesota, and the murder and lynching of George Floyd on camera where the cop dug his knee into George Floyd's neck as George Floyd begged him to get off because he could not breathe and killed the, these cops killed him on camera. We had to pause before we read the Quran and just discuss our feelings about it because it was heavy on our hearts as it is heavy on many of our hearts. And I recorded the conversation and I need to release it as a bonus podcast episode because I believe that this information could help many of us to relieve the pain that we feel in our hearts from what George Floyd experienced and from what we see all the time across America as black people. So I hope you do enjoy this conversation. I hope you can find some light in this conversation and I hope that we can provide a more healing and understanding perspective um, for our people with what's going on. Thank you for listening. That's my computer. Yeah, I can hear you. That's my like, well, The first time, yeah. I don't oh, know. Yeah, you probably couldn't hear me because your audio was still connected. Because you were connecting for like 20 minutes. I was like, what's happening? Yeah, I thought it was my Wi Fi. I'm drinking some water because my mouth a little dry. Yo, life's happening. It's going down. And real fast. Real fast. The front between the New York thing with that white woman, and then the Minneapolis thing. Bro, it's going down. If something else happens in New York with police brutality, I don't know. In New York, if that, sh- if that goes down? It's going to be riots everywhere. Bruh. Bruh, th- those riots that I saw that I sent you look just like Baltimore all over again. Yeah, it does. Just yep. like Baltimore. The same exact thing. Yo. That's what happens when you lynch a man. And we try to stop it. Like, it was a full 10 minutes. You dug your knee into this man's neck. And I just read they pulled him out of his car. The man was not on the street carrying on. That's what I thought. Oh, he was high or whatever. Oh, yeah. I saw that video. Yo. That video. They said they said on Sean King's page, it says they got him or they went to go find him because they thought he wrote a bad check. This yeah. This was a hardworking man, had a truck driving job. What he need to write a bad check for and he get paid every week. And then they called him a, a crackhead. They said he's on drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. That's what that man said. Like. I mean, the whole thing just disgusting. Like, Absolutely. And people can try to ignore it and act like it's not a thing that's happening or they don't have no effect to it. But when I say yesterday, that video made me cry. I felt like I was watching my grandfather get killed. Like, literally. Because that's exactly who he was. Exactly. 
His I literally felt like I was watching my grandfather get killed. And I couldn't even believe it. Like, it was unfathomable. Jesus Christ. I don't even know what I felt. Crazy thing, I, was, I didn't feel anything watching it. Mm. Which is insane. We're so desensitized to it. Yep. And you know what's crazy? That's what I thought was going to happen for me too because I'm watching the video and I can feel myself getting angry, but I still like didn't react. I didn't say nothing. I was just watching it. But when he took that last breath, I was like, okay, that's enough. Like, that's just... Like, it's not even no other way to explain that. And then I was looking at this news thing. They're going to say he later died. He did not later he die. Later die. <laughs> he died right fucking there. Right. Like, later die. You saw him die on the video. Mm-hmm. He was screaming with his last breath trying to get you to get off of him. He was doing nothing wrong. Mm. Nothing. And you know what I hate? I'm, I'm, I'm hating the fact that we as a people, we as black and brown people, we always want to say they, 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 they. No, call out who the oppressor is. Say who they are. Mm-hmm. Period. Because yep. I feel like we use that to try to like keep them in a cut or keep a, a form of safety around them. No. Mm-hmm. Call mm-hmm. out who they are. Mm-hmm. They are our open enemy. I think we need to have this conversation on the daily refresh. Oh, come on. Yep. And I was recording this on here, so that's good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Yeah, we can't start reading without. Exactly. I don't even, I ain't gonna lie. I love the Holy Quran, and I thank you a lot for revealing this to Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't even want to read it today. I mean, like, we can no. read it, but. Now I, I, my energy is not there. I'm okay, sorry. praise be to Allah. I'm glad you said that. Now <laughs> read it, and then we're. I'll pray, and we are gonna pray that we get some guidance from the Quran That's right. today. Man. Hey, Mia. Good morning. Peace, y'all. Let me open up in prayer real quick. Okay, go ahead. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful. Oh, Allah, I seek thy refuge from anxiety and grief, and I seek thy refuge from lack of strength and laziness. And I seek thy refuge from cowardice and niggardliness. And I seek thy refuge from being overpowered by debt and oppression. And I seek thy refuge from being overpowered by debt and oppression of men. O oh Allah, suffice thou me with what is lawful, to keep me away from what is prohibited, and with thy grace make me free of want of what is beside thee. Amen. Um, I, mean, I literally I mean. was having a daily refresh moment when 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 the prayer says, and I seek that refuge from the oppression of men, like literally. What happened? Bro. Oh, there you go. What happened? No, we, we have to have a talk. We're having a different type of daily refresh because we have some heavy things. On our hearts today. I watched 
And Bree told me not to watch, but I did it. The, what is his full name? George Floyd. George Floyd. The lynching of George Floyd. A 10-minute video. And apparently there's more that came out. Um, and the reactions that people are having in Minneapolis right now. And uh, it's heavy. First of all, I didn't even have an emotional reaction while watching it, although I knew it was painful. Second of all, I'm tired of it. And third of all, I'm excited at what is happening in Minneapolis right now. And I pray, and I have prayed that Allah protects the people in the streets right now. I don't care if it's wrong. <laughs> I don't care. When you light a fuse and it, it makes an, an explosion, you can't be mad at the explosion. You lit that fuse. And we got to be, we got to stop being mad at the explosion and, oh my God, wow, these people are exposed. No, we got to cut that out. We got to stop. They're not doing it right. They need to be peaceful. Cut that out. That's not, it's not the time for that talk. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan told us that this is going to happen and we're going to see it more frequently because of the abuse as black people that we have suffered under in this country for centuries. Not years, not generations, centuries. And across the world, not even just in America, we feel the effects of all types of oppression across the world. And you're going to lynch a man on camera, 10 minute video. The people recording feel helpless because they're trying to get you to get off. But you got people posted up so that you just being obstinate doesn't even get stopped because you want to jam your knee into somebody's neck for a so-called fraudulent check. It's, it's, I'm over it. I'm done. I'm over it. And then what happened in New York too? the Central Park thing, woman literally on video, you're mad the man told you, the black man said, hey, you're supposed to have your dog on the leash. Can you put your dog on the leash? And you called the cops saying you're being attacked and assaulted by a black man, an African-American man. Help, start screaming while you're choking your own dog. Right. While you're choking your dog, looking so foolish. Yes, very. I mean, uh, it's just like, especially with the George Floyd, Floyd. Like the the emotional effect, the internal effect. Mm -hmm. It was almost like yesterday when I watched that video, I could feel it in my veins. Like it was just like, almost like I experienced in death within my own family or even within my own self. Like, I literally felt like I was watching my grandfather get killed. Mm -hmm. My grandfather's a black man. He's an older man. He's a truck driver. Like, I literally felt like I was watching my grandfather get killed. Like, it was just like. Unfathomable. Unfathomable. But just like I said on my post yesterday, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us separation or death 
If we do not want to separate from our enemy, we keep want to be integrated with them. Um, they're going to keep on killing us wholesale. Absolutely. Again and again and again and again and again until we like, all right, F y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm staying away from y'all. I don't want to be in your community. I don't want to be in your stores. I don't want to be nowhere near y'all. And look at history. When we was alone with ourselves, shopping, Thriving. for ourselves, by ourselves, we were good. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, the enemy does his job as he's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Came, messed that all up. Got us thinking and believing because they knew that if, in fact, we were on our own and successful, we would not need them. Mm-hmm. So when they noticed that, and they did, oh, come and integrate with us. Y'all can come to our restaurants. Y'all can come to our barbershops. Y'all can come here. Y'all can come there. Y'all can do this. Y'all can do that. Y'all can be with us now. Why? The question is why? Because they keeping us down. Because they needed us around them so that we can go to the doom with them. Yep. Everybody talks about Judgment Day and when are we going to see the judgment and how's the judgment going to happen i hope i'm in good hands when the judgment comes blah 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 what are we doing to Mm -hmm. be in good hands during that judgment or during this judgment because the time is now Mm -hmm. the time is now so for everybody that knows the scriptures whether from the bible bible or the holy quran you know what you're seeing Mm -hmm. you know exactly what you're seeing Take heed to the warning of the scriptures, period. Take heed to it. Because you know what you're seeing. I've seen a lot of comments saying, comments saying, oh, Jesus is coming back. Uh, the judgment has happened. This is the hour, blah, blah, blah. Take heed. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? Right. More ammunition to separate because that's the only way we'll truly have peace. Exactly. exactly. We cannot be among the white men. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Please call it like it is. Yep. Because we can, we as black and brown people can act like, you know, we killing ourselves the most. No evil done on this earth can compare to what the white man has done across the nation. Mm-hmm. Period. Not one evil. The white man make us as murderers, etc., look like babies. We look like fools compared to what they do and can do. Absolutely. So all this talk about going to arm ourselves and get guns, because I've been seeing a lot of that too, is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You won't be successful. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad has already taught us that. You will mm-hmm. not be successful in arming yourselves with the weapons that they've created. Why? They created them, number one. What makes you think they won't get you a glitchy gun with a bullet of flow back to you? Mm-hmm. They already killing us and won't have weapons. You think they gonna let you walk around with some arm, some some big gun, some small gun, whatever the case, and you live? First thing they gonna do is shoot you. Number two, we already know the history of what we do when we have guns in our hands. Period. We're too afraid to point them at them. Right. I don't care what you say. Mm-hmm. When have we pointed it at them and been successful with that? And if we try, they come back with bombs. Period. We don't have that. Come back with a whole task force, the army. Why do you Drop. think they bring out the military during riots, etc.? They're they ready. 
Prairie in the um, armed forces out during the um the first shutdown of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. My grandmother told me on the phone, "Oh, they have the military out here walking around with guns. They was ready. Not in the white neighborhood. They be ready each and every time. Mm-hmm. Because they each control us. But when we separate, they can't do nothing to us." Exactly. And we will be allowed to defend ourselves. Exactly. Just like the Jewish community do. You can't come in their community looking no any kind of way. You can't dress no any kind of way. You can't bring whatever you want in there. Mm-hmm. Even the minister gives the example of the borders, whether mm-hmm. that's in um, Canada or Mexico. You can't bring whatever you want into their place. Mm-hmm. Not no weed, not no type of drugs, not mm-hmm. no guns, not no weapons. You can't bring whatever you want. You can't do whatever you want in there because you're going to get thrown out and you're never coming back. So people ask the question, oh, how do how can we separate from them? We can't live without them. Basically, that's what they're saying. We can't live without them. Yes, we can. Black people spend trillions and trillions of dollars every year. Mm-hmm. I- the last 10 years, not 10 years from now, etc. No, every year we spend trillions and trillions of dollars. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad, please get this book. <laughs> Go the Honorable on. Elijah Muhammad gives us an economic blueprint and how we can come about of this thing. Mm-hmm. You can say whatever you want to say about this man. Please get this book. Because number one thing he ain't is a liar. Mm-hmm. And he's already given the blueprint of what we can do to get out of this. Absolutely. Which is why the Nation of Islam has farms, which is why we have schools, which is why we have businesses. Mm-hmm. Please get with the program. Go right on to finalcall.com and you can get yourself that book and read about it in the articles on there. But we got like, nah. We're going to keep seeing more and more of this Mm-hmm. Like I said, the time and what must be done. The minister's lecture series. I listened to an episode where he spoke about, and these aren't his exact words, but tremors. As an earthquake or danger approaches closer and closer, you feel tremors, you feel disruption more frequently. What do you think we're experiencing right now? Everybody's talking about 2020, the worst year ever. Every month is something. Every month, UFO, haha, coronavirus, da da da. What do you think that we are experiencing? Mm-hmm. Type in in Google Minister Louis Farrakhan and click on any link, any lecture, because you need to understand what is happening and what is going on. If you do not, you will be lost and caught up in this. Yes. You really yes. will. Very much will. And there's so much to be lost and caught up in. Like there, there is so much. And I'm Which tired is, of it, personally. I'm tired of it. We need to uh, separate. <laughs> Be done. This is why we have to stay focused in times like this, because we don't know what to expect. We don't know what to expect. This is, this is why, during the coronavirus pandemic, we should not have been out partying. We should not have been out buying tennis shoes, etc. We should not have been so focused and worried about getting our nails and toes done, our hair mm-hmm. done. Because that stuff does not matter. Mm-hmm. You're going to be pretty with your knee in your neck. The Holy Quran says that the heaven and earth was not made in sport, but was created in truth. 
We need to focus on what that truth is and what's really happening right before our eyes, what's unfolding mm-hmm. right before our eyes. Because it's not going to stop. Like we literally can no longer go on as if we don't know who our enemy is. We don't mm-hmm. know what's happening in the world. Mm-hmm. We can't go on saying that because it's too much. With social media today, with technology today, with with Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, etc., is no way anybody can say, "Oh, I didn't know that happened." Because mm-hmm. now, even if people don't be on social media, you got stuff going through word of mouth, which has always been done. Word, word of, of mouth, mouth is the top one seller. Yep, everything that gets big on Twitter or on social media, guess what the news channels do? That gets reported. So there's nothing, there's nothing that we can do to say that we did not know what was going on. And the crazy thing is, the minister and the Honorable Elijah Muhammad have been telling us that if we don't answer to what they're saying, if we don't answer to what they do, then guess what? It's going to be shown to us. It's going to be put in our face because we, we need to, Allah is trying to get us. He's trying to get his people. That's what it is. And if we don't respond to kindness, which we don't, if we don't respond to knowledge, which we don't, if we don't respond to a warning, which we have not, guess what? We're going to suffer the consequences. He tried to tell us, don't touch the stove. The stove is hot. You can use the stove this way, but you shouldn't touch it. Your bare hand should not be on the stove. We decide to touch the stove. We are getting burnt because our hand is still on the stove. We still think that these white people are our friends. We still yes. think that these white people can be, a, we can be a part of them, that we can be like them. We still think that they're a cousin to us. We still think that they should be invited to the barbecue. We still yes. think that if we wear what they say looks good, then we will be good. We still think all of these crazy things. And guess what? We are going to keep seeing a, joy, a George Floyd. We are going to keep seeing the white woman in Central Park playing with playing with the brothers straight up we're gonna keep seeing these things but it's because Allah wants us Allah wants us and guess what it's gonna get worse and worse and worse and worse for us until we make it better until we take our hand off of the stove until we separate right at our doorstep right at our doorstep when we had enough when we truly had enough the people in Minnesota right now had enough enough the people in Baltimore during the Baltimore riots had enough. enough. People back in the day, which we can go to in history, who have rioted, who have um, LA riots, outstruck like everywhere. People enough. Have enough. So don't we right now? Our charge needs to be on social media. Those of us who aren't in Minneapolis, don't let the media twist what's happening and put a, a negative light on it what the people are doing in the streets. Yeah, they may be looting. Yeah, they may be smashing police cars. Guess what? That's expected. That's warranted. You don't light a fuse and expect it not to explode. So when that happens, let us take control of the narrative. Let us do something in our own communities, in our own way, in our own gifts. Let us do something to support the philosophy behind what is happening and to show our people a better way. Right. Like with message to the black man, like with the Quran, like with doing something in your community, like people are doing donating food, food drives, like we've been doing. Let's continue that. 
And let's stick together most of all. Stick together. together. Like we don't have no time to fight each other. I saw this post that said, we have the coronavirus pandemic and we have black people in America still being killed. This is America. We don't have no time to fight each other. None. Not even about the littlest thing. No philosophies. Of what our brothers and sisters are going to. We should be going through. We should be empathetic and we should be sympathetic about those things. Exactly. We should understand as black people in America that, oh, my brother must have had a hard day. Mm -hmm. My sister must have had a hard day. I'm going to let that slide. Mm -hmm. But no, we want to be niggerly. Mm -hmm. We want to go against each other because that's what we've been taught. But we have to come up out of that. Just like in the Bible, it says, come out of her, my people. Exactly. Because are we going to be the overseers of each other? As if we're on the plantation? Or are we going to be Harriet Tubman and get ourselves to freedom? Right. You see the opportunity, you take that. I mean, just want for your brother what you want for yourself. Because that's really all that we can do in this time, honestly. Want for your brother what you want for yourself. Absolutely. Respect for each other. Like we literally have to have some respect for for each other. And I mean, that's really the only thing. Cause Mm -hmm. even even if we look outside of like the the George Floyd situation Mm -hmm. or even any type of police brutality that's going on towards us, right? We have to have each other. Mm -hmm. We have to have each other. Cause what are we gonna say? Oh, he caused that on himself. We have to have each other at the end of the day, period. We don't have no time to fight, fuss, argue, bicker with each other about nothing. We mm-hmm. need to focus on who the real enemy is and been. Absolutely. Let's talk politics. Because voting is coming up. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to want for our brother what we want for ourselves, are we going to continue the narrative against Black Republican and Black Democrat? Or is this gonna be our is this gonna be our opportunity to let that go? When I think I'm not political either, but I've been looking at this election because it's changing the hearts of a lot of people um who are so yeah, vote Democrat, vote Democrat because I'm black. People are waking up to the fact that Republican or Democrat, none of that is for us. None of that is for us. Yeah. Diddy hosted a state of emergency early in the quarantine when this first went down. Um gathering successful black people and asking the entire black community to watch and to um, basically take our black leaders that we have in entertainment and politics, get them together in a conversation so that we can speak about how we're going to be a united front when it comes to the election this year. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to vote based on Democrat or Republican or you're a conservative and you're a liberal. We're not going to vote based on that. We're going to vote based on what is it that this politician is giving us Period. We need to create a front so that we are getting something from this politician or you do not deserve our vote. Because guess what? A vote is not something that our our ancestors died for so we can just throw it away to anyone. The Democratic Party started out as the Republican Party when you know history. The Democratic Party was those racist Texans and stuff. Then it switched as politics switched. And now it became the Republican Party that Black people so-called hate. Hmm. don't forget that black people started politics here in America after America created their systems. Because when 
it, during the Jim Crow era, the Jim Crow era was created because black people got so quickly into politics. There were mm. black presidents way before Obama, way before. But that history is hidden. We do not know about that history because they don't want us to understand their political systems. Or see ourselves in those positions. Exactly. But back then, it wasn't about the party that you were in. It was about what is it that this politician is giving me? What is it that this politician will give my community? Because we were a community. So we are tasked right now with becoming a community so that we can stand up and demand something. So we need to accept want for our brother and sister what we want for ourselves. We need to accept ourselves, no matter what your opinion is. Your opinion does not matter. Right. But we look the same. Right. We deal with the same thing. Even if we don't look the same, you could look white. I look blacker than you. Cool. We deal with the same thing, being a black person in America. We have the same history. We both do not belong here, historically. So what is it that that politician can give us, whether it's Trump, whether it's Biden, or whether it's somebody else? But guess what? Our vote has power when we use it correctly and intelligently instead of just throwing it at the Democrat because we're black. And that Biden showed us how freaking dumb that sentiment is in his dumb statement. So I'm glad he made it. (laughs) So glad he made it. And I'm so glad it was Charlemagne to be the one to ask him for him to make that dumb statement. Because they look at us as fools, which is why he said something like that. They look at us as straight fools because that's how we've acted. So they think they can say anything to us, hot sauce in my bag, and we're going to go hard for them. So I'm glad we're waking up. But let's unite and do something intelligent with our vote. Right. And we have to be strategic and organized. Absolutely. Strategic and organized. We cannot move out and just be doing anything. Mm -hmm. Or not listening to one another. Or not understanding one another. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I've seen a lot of conversation and talk about like, oh, we'll just be voting for two devils. Like, that's what you always do. If done. we know that much, then don't you think something has to change? Don't you think you should change in the way that we produce our votes? Like, mm-hmm. produce or don't give our votes as well. That's an option. Yeah. That'll make a statement. Yeah. I wonder mm-hmm. what is the percentage, because I, I never looked this up, but I wonder what is the percentage of Black votes against or up a, with the other other people's votes like how many black votes yeah white votes or whatever i wonder how many votes like like what is the percentage of us that vote we could look it up 2016 voting demographics um but yeah i'll look that up but we know we definitely support being out there Voter Trends 2016. We go hard. (laughs) Bruh, we taking pictures. We telling people go vote. And all of our celebrities do it. So, you know, the biggest influence on us are our celebrities. Turnout rates. Come out of her, my people. Have some faith. Mm. Have some trust in one another believe that we can do it i know we've been beat down we've been downtrodden etc mm-hmm. but we are god's people period 
And if you can't see that out of the situations we've come out of strong, then you got some true thinking to do. Mm -hmm. Some true analyzing to do. Mm -hmm. Well, let's get into this Quran. Yeah. And as we open the Quran, I pray that our minds and our hearts and our spirits may be guided to something that will console us all who are listening and all of us who are reading and have read the Quran in this time because it is painful to see that our brother lynched and also that it would give us guidance as to what we can be doing to help our people because I know a lot of us feel what what the hell can I, what can I do mm-hmm. I know a lot of us feel that so I pray that we can receive some guidance in these next few days and especially from reading the Quran at Message to the Black Man. That's right. And all of our scriptures, the Bible as well. All right. Are we on um chapter fifty seven? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll read y'all. You read? Yeah. Then blow some steam real quick. <laughs> we need a Yeah, let's let's have a moment. Inhale. Right. Hold right. it. Hold it. Because, right. <laughs> <laughs> <Hold it>. man. <laughs> Chapter 57. I. Establishment of the kingdom of God is section one. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, whatever is in the heavens and the earth declares the glory of Allah. And he is the mighty, the wise. His is the kingdom of the heavens and the earth. He gives life and causes death, and he is possessor of power over all things. His is the kingdom of the heavens and the earth. He gives life and causes death, and he is possessor of power over all things. Go ahead. Let me get my highlighter. He's the first and the last, and the manifest and the hidden, and he is knower of all things. He it is who created the heavens and earth in six periods, and he is established on the throne of power. He knows that which goes down into the earth, and that which comes forth out of it, and that which comes down from heaven, and that which goes up to it. And he is with you wherever you are, and a lot is seer of what you do. He is with you wherever you are, and a lot is seer of what you do. You know how in the teachings, right? The Honorable Elijah teaches, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us that we are all Allah, right? Yes, ma'am. And that when we, this is Brianna speaking now. So when we all come together and unite and stick together, we are okay. way more strong and powerful than an atomic bomb. So okay. Elijah Muhammad. So he is with us wherever we are. And a lot is seer of what you do. Mm. Go ahead. His is the kingdom of the heavens and the earth. And to a lot are all affairs returned. He causes the night to pass into the day. He causes the day to pass into the night. And he is knower of what is in the hearts. Believe in a lot in his messenger. And spend of that whereof he has made you heirs. heirs. So those of you who believe and spend for them is a great reward. What reason have you that you believe not in Allah? 
What okay. reason have you that you believe not in Allah? Because the enemy told you not to? Because the enemy taught us that Islam is bad mm -hmm. and that we are terrorists? Mm -hmm. And what reason have you that you believe not in Allah? Oh, oh I'm not a Muslim, but these are the excuses we come up with. These are the thoughts that we have. But Allah says, and what reason have you that you believe not in Allah? And the messenger invites you to believe in your Lord. What did the Honorable Elijah Muhammad say in message to the black man? I'm trying to acquaint you with your and my God. Mm -hmm. Straight from the book. <laughs> and he has indeed accepted your covenant if you are believers. Mm -hmm. He it is who sends down clear messages to his servant. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Very clear instructions. Mm -hmm. In various books. There and is, tweets. Various lectures. And lectures. And articles. He it is who sends down clear messages to his servant that he may bring you forth from darkness into light. What happens when you receive a little piece of knowledge? Mm -hmm. so You're enlightened. You're enlightened. Your face get a little bit brighter because you didn't learn something new. Now you think you're popping. <laughs> mm hmm Hmm? And surely Allah is kind, merciful to you. And what reason have you that you spend not in Allah's way? Why be niggardly? Mm -hmm. Oh, you can't give to a little a cause, not a little. I don't want to keep saying a little. You can't give to a cause because you got to keep your money for this bill that's coming up. Mm -hmm. You got to keep your money because you got to buy this new shoe. But I'm about McDonald's tonight, though. Mm. And Allah's is the inheritance of the heavens and the earth. Those of you who spent before the victory and fought are not on a level with others. They are greater in rank than those who spent and fought afterwards. And Allah has promised good to all and Allah is aware of what you do. Those of you who spent before the victory and fought are not on a level with others. They are greater in rank than those who spent and fought afterwards. Hmm. Mm -hmm. hmm. hmm. Gotta move out now. Right now. <laughs> All right, section two. Light and life given by the prophet. Who is he that will offer to Allah a good gift? So he will double it for him, and he will have a generous reward. On that day, thou wilt see the faithful men and the faithful women, their light gleaming before them and on their right hand. Good news for you this day. Gardens wherein rivers flow to abide therein. That is a grand achievement. On the day when the hypocrites, men and women, will say to those who believe, wait for us, that we may borrow from your light. It will be said, turn back and seek a light. Then a wall with a door in it will be raised between them. Within it shall be mercy and outside of it chastisement. Dang. Look at that, what do you call that? Uh, visualization in literary um literary in literature <laughs> you call it i forget what you call it it's not visualization but look at the words on that day think of look at see this in your mind i'm thinking of a movie i already saw it <laughs> okay on that day when the hypocrites men and women will say to those who believe hey wait for us that we may borrow from your light you've gotten the message so many times you turned away from it because a hypocrite is one who knows the truth and turns away. That's who Allah hates the most. 
one of the people Allah hates the most is the hypocrite. Mm-hmm. That's a liar. And things are going down. You know, oh, shoot, here's the chastisement that they kept talking about. I was playing. Wait, imagery. Thank you, Faiz. <laughs> I could not get the word. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all of a sudden, now you're telling the people who are believers, who are staying true to a cause, who are working for a reason, wait, can we borrow some of your light? Can we borrow some of that that you have? Now we see the chastisement. We're afraid. Yeah. Let me give you an example of this real quick. Yeah. Remember on the podcast that I was talking about, Brother Ilya, he said... Yes, I didn't watch it. church members... You watched it? No, I didn't. Oh. I forgot. Uh, he said that the church members around his community called him up and was like, of course, these are people who don't support the minister in mm-hmm. out front, but behind knows that what he speaks is the truth, etc. So the mm-hmm. same thing that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. He was like, the church members around my community were calling me like, Brother Rashad, um, um, what is the minister saying about the coronavirus, da 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 Oh, but you don't want to listen to the minister. You don't want to play his speeches. You don't want to let him hold a lecture in your church, whatever mm-hmm. the case. Mm-hmm. But you believe and know for a fact that his guidance is Damn. from above. Damn. Cause these news outlets that you that you rely on are telling you they don't know what the heck they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, cause you can't trust them, but you can trust the man of God. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to do that publicly. Mm-hmm. So you got to pick a side mm-hmm. in today's time. Separation or death, just like the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches, you have to pick a side. Mm-hmm. So Yo. I just wanted to throw that out there because that's right and exact. Right and exact, absolutely. Or the believers will respond to you and it will be then said, turn back and seek a light. You can look, you can look for a light back there. And then when you do that, a wall with a door in it will be raised between them. Mm. within it shall be mercy for the believers and outside of it chastisement right so you gonna walk through that door you want to stay on the outside yeah are you gonna commit to the nation of islam write your letter go through the process Mm -hmm. are you gonna stay outside the doors of the mosque because you're scared because you don't know what's inside but it just told you right there Mm -hmm. mercy is inside Mm -hmm. yo and the crazy thing is the minister keeps saying jesus never came here to unite the people jesus came here to discriminate he came here to separate the the wicked from the righteous Mm. this footnote on this verse says although the hypocrites remain mixed with the believers for a time yet separation Mm. was brought about even in this life towards the close of the prophet's life as Mm. a as the resurrection as the resurrection will bring hidden things to light the hypocrites will find themselves devoid of light because they did not possess the light of faith in this life. None of this is about heaven or hell that we're going to see later on, maybe. None of it. This book is telling you we are going to experience this in our life. We are going to see, we're going to see and know what we read. (laughs) Because Allah knows and we know whether or not we're hypocrites. Allah knows and we know whether or not we have faith. Mm. And if you're not striving for faith, then guess what you're doing? Guess what you're not doing? Mm. And you're not gathering the light that you will need to be able to be on that side of mercy. Mm. When the discrimination, which is here right now, mm. <laughs> is fully brought about. You better teach Muhammad. Man, 
This holy Quran is straight, exact, absolute, and clear. Mm. And clear. Very and clear. Says, we have been given the signs. All the signs. Mm. All right, let's read on. They will, <laughs> they will cry out to them. Were we not with you? Mm. They're going to try to guilt. Look, yeah, I was ready to say, for those of us that, that be seeing a person in the nation, they striving, they doing what they supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And they were like, remember I said I was with the minister. I, I ain't no Muslim, but I support the minister. Mm -hmm. But this is a Yeah. Yep. Shoot. They will cry out to them. Were we not with you? They say, yeah, but you caused yourselves to fall into temptation and you waited and doubted mm -hmm. and vain desires deceived you till the threatened punishment mm. of Allah came and the arch deceiver deceived you about Allah. Yo, vain the desires. Deceiver. Deceived. That's, yo, you know what? I'm going to go back to that wow. Bible study I did a few weeks ago, right? Wow. Where they spoke about, they went in on human humanity. In this Christian Bible study, they went in on humanity and said that we're cursed, we're horrible people, we're cursed by God, and we can't do anything about it. Jesus was the only thing that could save us. Mm -hmm. And then the person speaking ended it saying, because um, I had explained we have restrictive laws, we have a code, we have um, a court system to where we have consequences when we break the laws. Right. And he said, in the end, after I said that, in the end of all of this, he ends it with, yeah, so we don't have such strict laws because we don't want to do things because we're forced to do it, but we want to do it because, you know, we have to have the heart to want to do good, to do better. You just Look said that humanity is cursed. You say humanity is trash, but then they shouldn't have laws to guide humanity that is trash and cursed. Is that what you're saying? So the vain desires deceived you. The only time that vain desires can deceive you is when you're not practicing discipline. What do laws do? They help you to practice your discipline. When you go against those laws, you and I know it, we know it, I know it, that you lose your discipline. Discipline is critical in being able to be a Muslim and being able to be righteous. Without law, you are lost. Law, law is guidance. And you're going to be wrapped up in vain desires. You're going to be wrapped up in materialism. You're going to be wrapped up in capitalism. And you're going to lose sight of Allah. And you're going to be one of the hypocrites without even knowing it. Here, look at this. <laughs> Go ahead. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan in the study guide, right? Mm -hmm. Two terms, apostle and, and yep. um, disciple. Go off. Jesus had disciples all around him. Mm -hmm. When we know that Jesus was and is an example for us and how we can be, what we can strive to be and do, mm -hmm. we know that to be one of his disciples, right, we have to be disciplined. And this is the, this is the example that the minister gave or the definition. He said, mm -hmm. when you're a disciple, you're disciplined from the outside in. But to get to an apostle level or to be an apostle, you have to be disciplined from the inside out mm -hmm. that self-accusing spirit that god within right. you is awakened so on that note about discipline and stuff like that yes we're giving laws especially in islam we're giving laws why 
because we need to be disciplined. There's, mm-hmm. There needs to be a disciplinary action to and for us or else we'll be, all hell will break loose right up in front of our eyes. We will be some trash. We mm-hmm. would. Absolutely. Why? Why is this though? Because Allah knows best. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly what we need. He would not give us or send down any form of laws or etc. for us if we did not need them. That's just mm-hmm. like with a prophet or a messenger. They would not be sent if it was not needed. Mm-hmm. It, they would not be sent if we did not need guidance. We mm-hmm. did not need a, a law or strict rules, etc., etc. Et they mm-hmm. would not be sent. They would not be here. They wouldn't have a job to do if people were doing what they were supposed to do. And guess what? Tying that into what we began with in this police brutality, we love law. Right. We as black people, we love law. Right. Why? Those because we hate. When they break the law, mm-hmm. we see when we break the law, we're doing it most of the time out of necessity. Mm-hmm. We do not have. So we break the law so that we can get to provide for someone because we right. feel that's the only way to do it. There's a form of righteousness in that it's unrighteous because you're breaking the law, mm-hmm. but we're doing it out of necessity to provide for some people. Mm-hmm. But when we see how these devils break laws, or how they just live a lawless life because the laws do not apply to them. The laws of America do not apply to these white people in America, do not apply to the people who call themselves blue because there are these black cops walking around being blue who do things to our community as well. So we love the law, but we don't even recognize that we do. Because when they break it and the, the lawless people that live around, we hate them. We need law and we, sh- we um, yearn. We yearn for law. We yearn like for child. order. Just like a Just child. Like a child. We yearn Just for like order. We do. Naturally, we do. Because we are righteous people and we understand without order, there's no righteousness. Without order, the tree would not grow. There would be no oxygen in the earth. Why we have schedules. Why do you think we follow schedules so well? Mm-hmm. Not only have we been trained like that, right, to work for the white man and his establishments, etc., mm-hmm. but we love discipline so much so that we want to be able to have something to follow. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We seek something right? to follow. Exactly. But why is that? Because Allah is God. Mm-hmm. And for, for centuries, for eons of time, we have been under his direct leadership. Mm-hmm. But we need whether, to get out of the. Go ahead. Or not, mm-hmm. Whether we knew it or not, absolutely, we have been under him because he is God. Yep. We have been under a ruler, a teacher, mm-hmm. a superpower, so they say. And we seek that, and we yearn for that. We yearn for discipline. We learn, yearn for law, and we have to get out of the mindset that all of humanity feels the same way about law and order as we do. Because guess what? That white man that was sticking his knee into George Floyd's neck, he does not care about law. He does not care about order. He does not care about nature. That is the answer to how and why he did what he did. Because we always ask, how could you do that? That's what they're asking on the video. What are you doing? How could you not check his pulse? What are you doing? That is exactly how and why. What we feel about life and what we yearn for, they do not. They are a lawless people. We... We impose the laws on them. That's history. We learn about the Moors, some of us sometimes. We learn about the Moors. The Moors went into Europe, taught Italy, 
the Moors went into Europe, taught uh, Spain, taught all of these people what law and order was, how to be civilized. We taught them. And look but at on the flip side, we think that they teach us. So we think we're being more like them, whereas they are law a lawless people. They are beasts. You White people are beasts. And when you get close to them, you realize that, and then you back away. <laughs> If you've never lived in a white community, they Gosh. do not think the way that we do. And we have right. to stop thinking that they do so we can stop being surprised when George Floyd happens. And when that white woman can look the man in, in his camera and falsely call the cops on him, the NYPD on him. They're, you understand how they can do that when you understand their history and who they are and our history and who we are. We are not the same people. We are not of the same germ. Bruh. And look at it on a scriptural level. Mm -hmm. Moses had to teach the cave dwellers how to live, how to be, how to eat. But this is not a teaching you receive in the public. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Message to the black man in America. Go ahead. It gives you the whole history, the rundown why they are the way that they are, how they're our enemy, why they was made and created that way. Anything mm -hmm. you want to find out about how we are so different from them mm -hmm. and what is our nature and what is their nature. Mm -hmm. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad, message to the black man in America. Right there. And guess what? Because I grew up in little white neighborhoods and stuff with white people and white friends. I used to think that was kind of harsh. I was like, oh, that's kind of harsh what he's saying. Honestly, being honest, right? Guess what? I'm realizing right now, it is not harsh at all. And when you know the truth, you can be closer to them because you know how they act. You know how they work. When you understand how they are, like the message to the black man teaches us, you understand it's not harsh at all. This is why Mike Brown, George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, this is why these things are happening. Andrew Bland. I mean, Andrew Bland, Philando Castile, whose people got off, whose killers got off. This is why they can act like that. So it's okay. Thank you, Allah, for your mercy. And thank you, Allah, for giving us understanding through the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. It's critical that we look at that information and don't think, oh, this is mean, this is harsh. You, you might go through that. Because honestly, I did when I was younger and stuff. I don't understand how this can happen. Becky is nice. Becky is nice. But you grow up and you understand it's about the psychology and the actual construction of the of who we are spiritually, mentally, and physically even. Yes. We are not like them. And that is okay. We need to understand that so that we can know that we can't function with them when we are not like them. Right. We cannot function with them. And then this insanity and this trauma that we keep experiencing with police brutality and white people just killing us on the street for jogging, when we, we understand then we can learn that we it's time for us to back away. I know who you are. I'm glad I understand this. Cool. Let us separate and let's do for self. Let us separate and let's be with our own people. Wow. I appreciate and love my people a lot more because we are not like that, even though they taught us that we are like that. We're not. Hmm. Unlearn and relearn. But look at this. For the people who always question and say, well, why is it not an outrage when Black people kill each other? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Because number one, innately, internally, through all of and through ourselves, bloods, veins, mm -hmm. we know that they are our enemy. 
Mm -hmm. Even if we don't want to realize it, we don't want to be subjected to it. We mm -hmm. don't want to call it what it is. We know that they are our enemy. Absolutely. We know that our brother is not our enemy because one, we can have a fight with one of our sisters and brothers and be like, man, that's still my sister or brother, mm -hmm. period. Because we, I mean, it's in our nature. Mm -hmm. It is in our nature. We was created in a way that, I mean, it's just... It is magnificent. I'm sorry. It's, it's very magnificent. It's very superb. And so, no, there's not going to be outrage when a brother kills a brother or a sister kills a sister because we know that it's a different level. That mm -hmm. is a different level. And no, I'm not condoning and condoning it. And no, I'm not saying that it should happen because we should want for our brother what we want for ourselves Absolutely. and love each other enough to not kill each other. But it's different. It's not mm -hmm. the same thing. It's not the same thing. It is not the same Thing, no matter what, how you put it, why you put it, because when you get down to the root of it, who taught us to do that to each other? Your That's what we got to realize and focus on. We got to go to the root. Who taught us that behavior? Mm-hmm. Because it's a learned Where behavior. Where did you get that behavior from? Exactly. And you got to understand, we've been in, we was in chattel slavery for 400 plus years. We in mental slavery now, or we have mm -hmm. been mentally enslaved now. Um, but what, what do people think that that time has done to us? We was taught a way of life in America. Mm -hmm. This was not our way of life before we came to America. This was mm -hmm. not. This was not. And the enemy went to each and every place and corrupted the land, mm -hmm. created mischief and shed blood. This is what they did. Mm -hmm. So when you get to the root of it, you understand. Oh, so that's why we do that. That's why you can call out what you did wrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. On a smaller scale, that's why I'm not mad at um, Doja Cat, right? People are dragging her for you stripped for the KKK and uh, you were in racist chat rooms. Identity crisis, which we all experience. Mm -hmm. But as a community and as a mixed person, there's a different type of identity crisis that we all experience mm. or that people experience. Mm. So instead of attacking black people for killing black people how about we understand the identity crisis we don't see that brother as our brother we don't see that sister as our sister or maybe we do but we hate ourselves so it's easy for us to kill her or him yes but if we hate ourselves and we have an internal identity crisis of course we're not outraged when we kill our brother or sister because that's a, a way of killing ourselves which we wish we could do because we hate mm. ourselves Mm. But it's, be, it's due to a lack of education and understanding of who we are. That's right. We have and been. when we unlearn and relearn, like you said, guess what? Mm. We, can, we can begin to love ourselves. We have been completely turned inside out by mm. all means. By all means. On all levels. Mm -hmm. This is what happened when a person's or a people's God history, religion, the truth about themselves have been taken away from them. This is what you're looking at when you see the black man in America. Mm -hmm. People in other places, or especially original people, black people and brown people in other places, they might have a little knowledge of self, but believe me, they too somehow are flipped inside out. Mm -hmm. So this is what we're dealing with. This is what we're looking at. But two... I want to bring to, to 
Now, the reality, not only of Allah God, but what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Number one, since the enemy was made out of us, we are now dealing with the physical, right? The physical representation of what's inside of us, what we can do, which is why we do kill each other, right? Absolutely. We're looking at the physical manifestation of what was inside of us. Why, Allah God, did you do that? Oh, because I'm trying to perfect your, I'm trying to perfect you. I'm trying mm-hmm. to get you to see that this is a way that you should not act. This is a way that you, these are things that you should not do ever mm-hmm. in life. Yep. So it's just like, there's always a greater good in situations like this. So don't, we don't have to necessarily look at all the bad things that we perceive to be bad because a lot knows best. Mm-hmm. And guess what? When we read and we seek knowledge, we don't even perceive things as good as bad. We see we right. see things as this is what Allah promised would happen. We yep. see things as a part of the whole. We see that these were things set in motion by the actions of the people here on this earth. Right. So everything, it's not good or bad. It's not about that. Everything everything has a purpose. Every Everyone single thing has a purpose. And Allah doesn't create anything out of vain desires or need of his own self Mm -hmm. like and there's a cause and an effect to everything yes every single thing even if we don't see it with our eyes there's a cause and an effect and all of it will be brought into fruition and it's being brought into fruition right now Mm -hmm. that's why things are so weird because this is the hour this is the event this is the moment the resurrection Mm -hmm. (laughs) of our people this is it Mm -hmm. welcome How long do we have? I don't know. They ain't show it. They didn't show? All right. Let's try. Every time we bring it up, they show it. Yeah. Let's finish this section then. Dang, we finished? No, not even the section. (laughs) So this day, no ransom will be accepted from you, nor from those who disbelieved. Your abode is the fire. It is your patron, and the evil is the resort. Has not the time yet come for the believers that their hearts should be humble for the remembrance of Allah? Mm. I highlighted that too. (laughs) And the truth that is revealed and that they should not be like those who were given the book before because those who were given the book before rejected it. But time was prolonged for them. Allah gave mercy to us. So their hearts hardened. And most of them are transgressors. Know that Allah gives life Go ahead. That's us right here in a nutshell. Literally. Mm-hmm. Has not the, the time yet come for the believers that their hearts should be humble? What is Allah doing in this quarantine? Trying to mm-hmm. humble us. Absolutely. Oh, I'm going to take away that job from you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take away your source of income. I'm going to take mm-hmm. away this. I'm going to take away that. I'm going to take away the bars that y'all go to to, to neglect and reject. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because that's exactly what happens. Go I'm ahead. I'm taking away church service because y'all not focusing and remembering me go I'm ahead because you don't have nothing to distract y'all from me go ahead doing this quarantine stuck us right there with ourselves and guess what's within ourselves a lot him, <laughs> him. <laughs> and and that they should not be like those who are given a book but time was prolonged for them how many years have we had to go through what we've gone through now all for us to still, just like the minister says, abuse Allah. 
-hmm. take for granted his laws, his commandments, his statutes. Mm -hmm. Dang. Oh, All God is so merciful. Because mm -hmm. he's still allowing some of us to wake up early in the morning. Mm -hmm. And do and go along as if we don't need him. Mm -hmm. Still. Yep. Still. Because that's what we decide to do. So their hearts harden. And most of them are transgressors. Mm -hmm. We better stop playing with Allah. July 4th. He is upset. Mm -hmm. He is angry mm -hmm. who can who can save you from the wrath of Allah mm -hmm. okay but guess what there's mercy there's the mercy for us because yeah. doesn't the Bible say God gave his only son July yeah. 4th Farrakhan speaks July yeah. 4th Farrakhan speaks because all of this is going on and it's going to get worse before July 4th but guess what got one minute one minute okay. <laughs> July 4th, Farrakhan speaks. Let's close out in prayer. Mm. Oh Allah, thou art the king. There is no God but thee. Thou art my Lord, and I am thy servant. And I have been greatly unjust to myself, and I confess my faults. So grant me protection against my faults, for no one can grant protection against faults but thee. And O oh Allah, guide me to the best of morals, for none can guide to the best of morals but thee. And turn away from me the evil and indecent morals, for none can turn away from me the evil and indecent morals but thee. O Allah, bless Muhammad and the true followers of Muhammad, as thou did bless Abraham and the true followers of Abraham, for surely thou art praised and magnified. O Allah, make Muhammad successful and the true followers of Muhammad successful, as thou did make Abraham and the true followers of Abraham successful, for surely thou art praised and magnified. Amen. Amen. Mm. All right, y'all. Have a blessed day. Stay up. Peace. Woo. Man. That was That's going up. Mm-hmm. A lot is going. Look, went right into the Quran, right into some guidance. Right. Literally. Literally. It's not even Ramadan. It's not like this is a part. Right. <laughs> Like, yo, a lie is God. Mm -hmm. Period. Yo. It ain't no other reality on this earth. I believe I read either in Message to the Black Man or one of the study guides. Mm -hmm. The minister or the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was saying that this world is nothing but an illusion. Mm -hmm. I think it might have been in Message to the Black Man. But this world is nothing but an illusion. Because think about it. Everything that we see mm -hmm. is so far off from what God from what God desires for us and intends for us mm -hmm. that is it's, it's considered fake. It's falsehood. Because everything that we focus on, is it literally has nothing to do with Allah. Absolutely. Everything that we focus on, majority of the time, 99% of the time, everything that we focus on has nothing to do with Allah. Mm -hmm. And that means it's a lie. Right. He is the only reality in this world. Yo. Like I'm literally having that realization right now as I speak, since I've been speaking this morning. Mm -hmm. He is the only reality. Look. And I'm glad too, because when you said I don't want to read the Quran, I'm like, uh-uh. Nope. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I just saw yesterday, I think, on some post. Um, 
what was it? Either when you're suffering, go go into the book. Yes. Quran, something like that. Quran is a healing for you or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But exactly. Dang. Hmm. And I'm trying to figure out whether I'm desensitized or what when it comes to these things. Or if I'm just not being, not allowing myself to be emotionally affected. Mm. Or is that desensitization too? You know what I mean? (laughs) I I mean. Because I can't let myself to continue to be emotionally affected by this. Because we were told that this is going to happen. That's how I feel right now. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I think also, too, I don't think that we should let ourselves get, because, okay, so look at it like this, right? Mm-hmm. Look at it from the, the standpoint of the minister. Mm-hmm. Everything that the minister has, has experienced in his life has brought him some form of pain, Yes. right? Yes. Some form of pain, some form of aching. Mm-hmm. Um, some, and, 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 of course, for him, it has been a trial, mm-hmm. right? for him to proceed and to continue into his growth of who he is today. Yeah. So even with the passing of Abdul, Brother Minister Abdul Haziz, or Hafiz, sorry, Mm -hmm. the minister literally cried. He wept, right? And it wasn't only for, and you can hear this in the Ramadan prayer um, line, it, it wasn't only for Minister Abdul Hafiz. He felt for the people that's true. Right. And that comes with a love for the people. You can't cry over something or um, you know, feel a sense of emotion for something you don't love. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's hard to feel something or feel a way about somebody you don't love or care about. Yeah. And so I think that probably could be something that you tap into given us the standpoint and the example of the minister, because the minister don't know ninety-nine percent of the people that died from the coronavirus, but yeah. he still felt that pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That's the mm-hmm. So, kind of like dig into that. Are you? I don't know, but no, nah, I'm. I'm just playing. But that that could be something that you look into because I was not expecting myself to cry or feel emotional. I swear that's to God, I just true. I was trying to feel like I literally was striving to feel nothing. Mm. I felt this in myself, like I was striving to feel nothing because I had seen it. Like you, we see it all the time. Yeah, I probably watch every video of some form of. Police brutality. Uh huh. And I have never cried, never I, felt a way. Yeah. But today, I mean, yesterday, I was like, I mean, it, I could feel um anger. That's all I did. Anger. But I was looking at the people recording. Like, why are you just recording? Like Fear. you're questioning, you're saying, but like, Fear. Every time I watch it now, I'm like, what would I do? That's what did I, you see? Did you see when the brother got in the street and was yelling in the officer's face, and he like charged him, and he ran yeah, back on uh-huh. her? Yeah, and then tried to say that he hit him. He hit the yeah, officer. Yeah, it's fear. It's but fear. I can't, Our people are scared. They, you got to understand, they have not been given most of the time, or majority of the time, they have not been given the teaching of the honorable Elijah Muhammad, which takes yeah. the fear out of you, of and for the enemy. Yeah. So. True. You got to look at the believers and if in fact we can we have the example in history of the police charging and trying to take over the mines. Mm-hmm. They got their asses whipped. 
killed. Because it's not, it's no fear. We don't fear y'all as everyday people do. Because mm-hmm. number one, we're intelligent and we know who we're dealing with. So mm-hmm. there's no fear in that sense. Thanks. But when you got a person who haven't been taught the knowledge of their self and who the enemy is and who God is, it's very easy to be fearful because they not they not knowing, oh, I might die. But mm-hmm. we are taught in the nation of Islam, we die for our cause. Mm-hmm. Period. If we got to give our life, that's what we're going to do. Thanks. In order to protect either our families or other brothers and sisters, whatever the case, we're going to put ourselves in that position to be able to protect. And if we die about it, oh, well. Mm-hmm. Facts. Oh, well. That's what we're going to be known for. Mm-hmm. But that brother would have been alive. Mm. I was reading this story um, of the minister, and he was talking about how there were, he was working at this little store, some store he was working at when he was a young boy. Mm-hmm. He was working at this store, and the police was like dragging up this woman and he was like i went out there and told him get your hands off of him off of her and let her go don't put your hands on it he said i went down to the police station to make sure they ain't touch her (laughs) i think i heard that one before yep so it's a different level of fearlessness that's true and then the believers when you know i mean a lot has told us that he has our backs when we're acting righteously exactly is on our side, but when you don't even know who God is. Right. You don't think that nobody got your back. You damn sure don't think your brothers and sisters got your back. That's true. That's real. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when we look at situations like this, we got to look at it from all sides. That's period. True. It's not enough for us to be like, oh, I just don't understand. Man, uh, we, ha- we got a teacher mm-hmm. who had a teacher that's been taught we know what's up. And, and on, by all means, we know what's up. Mm. Yo. So I thank Allah for the, te- <laughs> for the teachings, for the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, for the Minister Louis Farrakhan. Like, I thank Allah. I do too, for real. I'm going to release this as a podcast episode. Oh, cool. <laughs> if you don't mind. I'm recording this too. <laughs> yeah. If you don't mind. No, I don't mind that. Because I was thinking, like, you know, we were talking about those videos. I'm putting this on YouTube, too. Mm -hmm. Mm Because I'm thinking, like, nah. But what we were saying, how I'm glad we spoke on George Floyd first before we just read the Quran, because it's on all of our hearts. Yes. Since we do have the knowledge, like you said, we understand who is backing us. That's right. We have to address it. We have to. If we're going to have That's a problem, right. we can't just skip over things. No, we have to address right. our charge. And people saying, oh, what are you going to do with social media? How are you going to do this on social media? Blah, blah, blah. Our people are on social media. That's why we've seen the death of this man. Absolutely. And plenty of others. Social media. You can't tell me social media doesn't have an impact or an effect, not only on our minds, but on us as a people. That's mm-hmm. where we, this social media is the new news station. Mm-hmm. The new news station. We don't have to read no newspaper no more. We see it first there. We put everything on social media. And I'm talking about our own. Like you get information about people whole entire lives mm-hmm. and you don't even know them. 
all off of social media. Mm -hmm. That's the new community. We don't even talk to each other in their faces or in person anymore that much. We on our phones checking out what the next person got going on, mm -hmm. which, is, which, which is what used to happen in communities. Thanks. And I mean, real life communities. We used to go sit on our neighbor's porch. My grandmother still do that to this day. Go sit on her neighbor's porch and have an entire conversation. You're like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But they actually have something to talk about. We don't. We don't. We need to we need to elevate the levels of our conversations. That's Period. actually facts. Period. Because I'm telling facts. you right now, the whole entire conversation we had on live and from now, I, I feel a release Me too. of emotion. Praise be to Allah. Because we're engaging in a form of talk that heightens you. Yep. Mm. In a matter of what's the what's the number? Eight minutes, I believe it is. Mm -hmm. You can change somebody's whole entire spirit in eight minutes. Absolutely. We were going to lie for an hour. Absolutely. Praise be to Allah. So let's look at the conversations we have. What did the minister say? Yo, all of this stuff connect. What did the minister say? We, in this time, need to be engaging in conversation that's mm -hmm. spiritually driven. Why? Mm -hmm. Why is that, brother minister? Oh, because he knows the mathematics behind it. Eight minutes, you can hide somebody's spirit or less than. Islam is mathematics and Allah is God. <laughs> it's right and exact. That's right and exact. Right down to the modern times. Mm -hmm. If you never tried it out, you can't say anything against it. Period. <laughs> That's the thing. We walk in examples. We walk in bare witnesses. Mm-hmm. Sign. Yep. Yeah, this is going to be released. It's coming. <laughs> out. Yo. Mm-mm. Islam is mathematics. Absolutely. And we got to stay on top of our addition and subtraction because we're going to see more and more and more of this more frequently. And we have to understand and we have to let our people know what it is that's happening. Why are you seeing this? Why are you experiencing this suffering? Shoot. Shoot. Guess what? Go to NOY.org. We've been being... We've been told <laughs> for 90, 90 years almost. Nation of Islam is about to be 90 years old. Mm -hmm. We've been told why we are experiencing and what we are going to be experiencing, what hasn't come yet. Everything is right and exact in Islam. Shoot. Praise be to Allah. Praise be to Allah. Mm -hmm. But shoot. <laughs> 